When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Today on News 4 at 4. It's one of the most anticipated lists of the year. Consumer Reports top new vehicle picks. Susan Hogan is working for you, showing you the safest, most reliable cars for your money. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Many kids in our area are back to in-person learning, and we are helping you keep them safe in the classroom. We're working for you. Small steps you can take at home to protect them at school and expert advice to ease anxiety for you and the kids. This week on News 4 Today on NBC4. The Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast Postgame Show is brought to you by Triple Threat Sports, Marishka's in Crest Hill, Chuck's Southern Comforts Cafe, Rabbit Brewing in Homewood, Illinois, and by Michael Elwood of Remax First Service. Here are your hosts, NBC Chicago's James Naveau and 670 The Scores hockey guy, Jay Zawoski. Let's drop the puck. Welcome into a victorious edition of the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast postgame show. My name is James Naveau from NBC5, Jay Zawoski, the birthday boy. Jay Zawoski, I might add, has the night off so he can attend his company Christmas party and drink some Goose Island beer and just in general enjoy his night. But you know what? I'll happily take the reins tonight because get ready to just be completely shocked, Blackhawks fans. They won. That's right. They beat the Pittsburgh Penguins 6-3 at the United Center tonight, snapping an eight-game losing streak and making sure that all of their fans were very, very pleased with the outcome. It was a good game from start to finish by the Blackhawks. There were definitely some bad moments that we will get to, but... We do want to focus on the positive here because the Blackhawks did not only score the first goal of the game, they scored the second goal of the game too, completely flipping the script on what's been going on lately. So a really good night overall for the Chicago Blackhawks against the Pittsburgh Penguins. So we're going to get to the good stuff that was in, that happened in the game tonight. I'm looking at you, Andreas Martinson. Going to get to some of the bad. I'm looking at you, Duncan Seabrook. We'll explain that in a moment. And obviously our three stars of the game, which will be brought to you by Remax's Michael Elwood 
If you need help buying a home anywhere near the Chicago area, make sure you give Michael Elwood and Remax a call. Obviously also sponsored by Rabid Brewing, mythological level craft beer, delicious stuff. Had one of my crawlers from our podcast event the other night. Absolutely delicious stuff. Marishka's in Crest Hill, just an absolutely awesome place to grab any type of food you can possibly imagine. One of the absolute best supper clubs in the area. Of course, we've got Chuck Southern Comforts Cafe with two locations in Burbank and Darien. Planning on going up there next week. So, going to get some more punches out on my uh, beer punch card. Can't wait for that. And then, of course, our good friend Chris at Triple Threat Sports who can help you as you get prepared for all of your outfitting needs with teams next spring. If you need a Christmas gift, Triple Threat Sports can absolutely give you the hookup. So, want to thank again all of our sponsors and now we're going to get into the meat the nitty-gritty of this podcast and we are going to start with the good stuff because after all the Blackhawks did win this game six to three over the Pittsburgh Penguins and we have to start with the line of Andreas Martinson and Marcus Kruger who combined to have just an excellent night tonight uh, really excelled at both ends of the ice played some really solid defense and then of course Played really well on offense, too. Andreas Martinson had his first goal of the season, which literally bounced in off of him. (laughs) Real easy way to uh, score a goal is to literally stand in front of the net, have it hit you, and go in. So that was pretty sweet. Marcus Kruger had a tremendous goal in front of the net when he put in a pass from Martinson. Just a really good game overall, I felt like, from that line. A lot of really good effort, a lot of really good uh, forechecking, especially by that group. So I definitely think that they earned themselves a lot of plaudits and kudos, and rightfully so tonight. I thought that they looked absolutely excellent, and I really hope that Jeremy Colladin kind of saw the same things that we did and kind of keeps them uh, together for the foreseeable future here. I also have to say that I really have, again, liked what Dylan Strom has been bringing to the ice for the Blackhawks. He's shown a lot of chemistry with Alex DeBrincat, has really made a lot of really good, subtle plays, even when he's not scoring the puck. He had another good one tonight where he ended up winning a uh, puck battle in behind the net against two Penguins defenders. It was a really interesting play. He just like went in there. Four-checked him, won the puck, pushed it out to Andreas Martinson, and he ended up finding Marcus Kruger in front for the goal. Obviously, you're not probably going to see that on a lot of highlight shows, but that really got that play kick-started. And I think that Dylan Strom, ever since he's come over from the Arizona Coyotes, has just been a really good addition to the Blackhawks and has also done some really good things when he's played with Alex Dabrinkit, who, by the way, had an awesome goal tonight. If you didn't get a chance to see the work that he did to drag his skate and make sure that he remained onside on his goal, I would strongly advise that you go on Twitter or YouTube or NHL.com, wherever you need to go, to uh, check that goal out. It was really good. Now, I'm going to say something that is possibly going to be viewed as sarcastic by some of you, considering what we've uh, talked about on this show a lot this season. And that's the fact that Brent Seabrook actually had a really good game offensively tonight. I really liked some of the aggressiveness that he was showing at the blue line. Showed a little bit of uh, 
speed tonight. His first step wasn't quite as slow as it has been in recent games. I really liked what I saw from him. He ended up scoring a goal on actually a really good play by him. He had pinched in at one point during a sequence and put a shot that just missed going into the net. He kept working, though, moved back out to the point. The puck cycled back to him, and he absolutely rifled a shot home, and it was a really... It was a great play for a guy who actually was hitting a career milestone tonight. Brent Seabrook has now played more Blackhawks games than any player aside from Stan Mikita after his game tonight. So congratulations to Brent Seabrook on breaking uh, another barrier, pushing past another milestone with the Blackhawks. An absolutely awesome thing to uh, see for him, even with all the stuff that's been going on the last couple of seasons with his contract and all that. got to give... Uh, Kudos where it's due, and kudos to uh, Brent Seabrook for that. Also have to give one more shout-out for this uh, to Patrick Kane, who at times this season has kind of incurred the wrath, especially of Jay, on some of these post-game shows, when sometimes there's been a deficiency in effort with him where it looks like he's just kind of going through the motions a little bit on the ice. He definitely did not do that tonight. For those of you that did end up watching the game late in the third period, the Blackhawks had an opportunity with an empty net. And as the puck skipped down the ice, Patrick Kane absolutely was busting his hump trying to go get it. He made an incredible diving attempt at a shot very close to the net, chipped it just wide of the cage. I thought for a second he had made it, and that would have been one of the best highlights of the entire season. Unfortunately, after that play, Patrick Kane ended up slamming into the boards but Jeremy Colladin after the game did say that Patrick Kane is okay. Not going to have to worry, hopefully, about any injuries. The Blackhawks are back in action on Friday night, so might be something worth keeping an eye on, but it definitely sounds like uh, Patrick Kane is going to be okay. Now that we've hit all of the good uh, in this game, there were a few, a few negatives that, unfortunately, we do have to get to. Um, first and foremost, we're going to have to bring up Brent Seabrook again. Had a couple of bad moments on defense. Had one play in which he turned the puck over not once but twice. Pretty remarkable he was able to do that within a few seconds of each other. And then Brian Rust ended up uh, scoring a goal tonight. Which, by the way, for a guy who had one goal, or no goals, sorry, in his last 21 games, Brian Rust had a freaking hat trick tonight. Became the first Penguin in nearly 16 years to score a hat trick against the Chicago Blackhawks. After that, you know, Penguins legend Alexei Kovalev scored a trio of goals against the Blackhawks back in January of 2003. So there's your trivia for the evening if you want to impress your friends out at the bar later this week or something. So we had that. We had Duncan Keith lose a couple of puck battles again tonight. Just not, I'm not like, I, I hate being the guy that's like continually harping about effort and technique but it just seems like Duncan Keith at times this season just has not been winning puck battles that he really needs to win it seems like Duncan Keith just has not been able to kind of get things trending in the right direction and it's definitely something that is a cause for concern for the Blackhawks moving forward it's not something obviously that uh, fans should be thrilled with. It's not something that I was thrilled with watching tonight, and he's got to start winning some of those battles and really being a more productive player overall. I'm not going to start saying, like, oh, maybe he needs to be healthy scratched and that'll show him or whatever. I just I want to see a little bit more from Duncan Keith than what we've been seeing, um, especially in recent games. 
Uh, speaking of Duncan Keith and Brent Seabrook, had a great moment in the first intermission for those of you who watched the game on MS, or NBCSN. Sorry, I almost said MSNBC. That would have been a really interesting place to watch a hockey game. But anyway, I digress. So during that first intermission, Jeremy Roenick was talking about the Blackhawks and one of the goals that they scored. And he ended up calling Brent Seabrook Duncan Seabrook. And I, I get it that like people misspeak sometimes, but it's just like, come on, man. These guys play for a team that you're very familiar with, and it's not like Duncan Keith and Brent Seabrook are like kind of unknown guys, and they don't even like play together. So it's just like, all right, let's calm down here. Let's slow it down a little bit, JR. Get that name right next time, and definitely set a social media on fire a little bit when that happened. I saw a lot of a lot of people kind of giving Jeremy some grief about that, and you know, rightfully so. Just a little little tweak there. Had to give it to him. All right, now we are at the part of the show where we will give out our three stars of the game. That is, of course, brought to you by REMAX Super Agents. Michael Elwood, like I said earlier, if you need any help selling a home or buying a home, make sure you give Michael Elwood a call. Great guy. Met him at our event a few weeks ago. Really a really nice guy. Definitely give him a call if you need help with any of that. I'm sorry I don't have Jay's beautiful, scripted list of compliments to say. All I can tell you is what I saw with my own two eyes and that he is a very awesome gentleman. Now, third star of the game. Have to give it to the captain, Jonathan Taves, who had a goal and two assists in the game tonight. Had a really good interview with Pierre Maguire after the game in which he really kind of gave him the business for asking him some pretty pedestrian uh, opening questions to that interview, but obviously that's not why I'm giving the uh, third star distinction to Jonathan Taves. Thought he had a really good game tonight. Ended up notching his 700th career point tonight, becoming just the seventh Blackhawk in team history to hit that mark, joining <clears throat> Stan Mikita, Bobby Hull, Dennis Savard, Steve Larmer, Doug Wilson, and some guy named Patrick Kane. So, very exclusive company for the captain. Congratulations for him in hitting that milestone. Obviously, a huge deal. Good to see that for him. The second star of the game, I'm going to give to Marcus Kruger, who just was absolutely all over the ice on both ends tonight. Really liked what he was doing on the offensive side of things and the defensive side of things. One of the higher energy games I've seen from Marcus Kruger this season. Got to give him a lot of credit for what he was able to do. Definitely think that it was worthy of some serious props, so good job to him. And, of course, for those of you who looked at the box score or whatever, got to give first-star honors to Corey Crawford this evening. He did have some rough moments. His rebound control tonight was not great. Rebound control probably led to at least one, if not two, of the Pittsburgh goals tonight. It's kind of hard to blame him for the second one, because at a certain point on the rush, you're just having to kick the puck out, and he just so happened to kick it right to Brian Russ. So I think that's the kind of thing that happens. But aside from those kind of maybe missteps, Corey Crawford stopped 40 shots tonight and was yet again a big part of the reason why the Blackhawks were able to not only snap their eight-game losing streak, but also to continue their recent run of really good play against the Penguins, whom I believe they have not lost to since 2015. So just a weird, a weird team to have a winning streak against. It so happens to be the other team that has three Stanley Cup titles in the last decade. So 
Kind of interesting winning streak. The Blackhawks keep it going. They will, like I said earlier, be on the ice again Friday night when they have to rematch against the Winnipeg Jets at the United Center. Not sure who's going to have the postgame show for you, but I do assure you that it will be one of us. So until such time as we speak again, I am James Naveau from NBC5 Chicago. I want to thank you guys very much for listening to the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast postgame show, which has been brought to you by Rabbit Brewing, delicious, Marishka's, Chuck Southern Comforts Cafe, Triple Threat Sports, and Michael L. Wood from Remax. Thank you guys all very much for listening to the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast. Hot flashes, irritability, intimate dryness, even unsatisfying sex. Hi, I'm Dr. Alyssa Dweck, a board-certified OBGYN who has spent over 20 years helping women just like you safely find relief from these very natural symptoms without having to resort to hormones. To help my patients feel their best, I recommend products from Bonafide Health. Bonafide is a women's health company dedicated to providing women with non-hormonal and clinically validated products that work. Bonafide provides safe and effective solutions to manage a range of menopausal, sexual health, and PMS-related symptoms. That's why I recommend Bonafide products to my patients every day. In fact, I am also a Bonafide medical advisor. What I like most is that Bonafide products provide women real relief without compromise. Ladies, don't waste another minute feeling less than your best. Go to HelloBonafide.com and use code RADIO39 to save 20%. That's HelloBonafide.com and code RADIO39. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Offer valid on subscription only. With Metro by T-Mobile, your hard-earned money goes further. This tax season, there's zero fees to switch. Enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just 25 bucks a line for four lines. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Now that's the best deal in wireless. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your day. All lines lose promo rate if any deactivates. No fees on select phones. Limit one per line with eligible port. Excludes sales tax. Limited time offer. Additional terms apply. See MetroByTMobile.com. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Metric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.